Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hello again, it is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. So glad you have joined us as we take a trip into the NASCAR garage and we have a ball doing it each and every week. Steve Post, pit road reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined as I am each and every week by 25-time winning crew chief, championship winning crew chief, Jimmy Johnson's crew chief. I've got to, I've, I've added to this, Todd Gordon is here. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah. How yeah, was but... Todd Gordon's Daytona 500 adventure? It was an adventure. It was an adventure. It was good. Um, We, we had pace, Uh, you know, nervous, really nervous. Show up. Jimmy and Todd, we're two rookies, right? Yeah. Right. We've never raced this car before. Uh, but and didn't have your practice show up on Wednesday without a charter and, and you got to be one of the, one of the two fastest to make your weekend flow. Well, we, uh, we accomplished the goal. We ended up, uh, we ended up overall fastest of the, of the non-chartered cars. Uh, Jimmy did a good job with it and, and everybody at legacy motor club. Um, I'm going to take no credit for this. They, they all yeah. did it. And, and, uh, I got to show up and, and help a little bit with it, but, uh, um, Wednesday took the pressure off. Thursday was yeah. a little bit of a challenge. We learned a lot of things that we needed to work on on Friday and Saturday, and we did. And I thought our race car was decent come uh, come Sunday. I don't, I don't know. Mm. It's just racing's what it was. But uh, drove our way up into a top. What I think we finished the first stage seventh from yeah. uh, from yeah. the back row. So um, pretty decent run and, and things to work off of. And looking forward to the next four. Getting back on the pit box. Yeah. I know the energy, the vibe, the juice. You know, you've you've had a lot of fun doing MRN and and, yes. and stepping away a little bit. Uh, getting back on the pit box. Uh, what was what was that like for you? It was cool. It was cool. I I, I mean, I, I was back home. I was back home. Yeah. It's a little different because you don't have the same people around you. you sure, know, it's I've, a different. I've current. got. If you looked at it at Team Penske, whether it was the twenty two or twelve, when we made the when we made the driver and and crew swap, I kept all my guys with me. Oh yeah, so you had the same. So, so you never. So, yeah. I mean, Raymond Fox has been my car chief since like 2013, um, yeah. and and to see the whole group, the 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 12 group in yeah. the garage, and we rolled through tech. Of course, this is how well, this always yeah. works, right? Yeah, bumper to bumper to tail. Yeah. So like, Raymond, um, do that. Well, wait a minute, no, Raymond, yeah, do yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so different personalities and different things around, but uh, you know the the just digesting the race and and trying to make sure you're on top of things. It's a uh, it's old hat. The, the, that part of it's the same working with this car yeah it's completely different is it really is there a, is there a couple of things that just stand out to you the bigger differences um well yeah one you're it's a composite body so you're 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 there's no mud there's no bond you're, you're not in control of it's, it's, yeah, you're not in control of it's, it <laughs> it's nuts and bolts right um so getting them through and then how tight the underbody scan is and yeah. and and you know, we talk and we've talked on this in the past, like the outer body, we get plus or minus 150,000. So it's, it's like five thirty seconds of an inch. Well, the underwing, the, the whole bottom surface of the car is a hundred thousand. It's less than an, it's like three thirty seconds of an inch. Jeez. So it's, and they've got a, they've got a great digital scanner, the scanner that they're using this year. That's really kind of tightened that up. Um, so understanding how to work on all that stuff is, uh, there's a lot of, 
this rookie right here had had a lot of learning to do. <laughs> that is fantastic. That really is. Daytona Speed Weeks across the board was just fun. There yeah. was so much energy. It, it, you know, it started, you had, you had Jimmy Johnson returning, Travis Pastrana there, Connor Daly was there. Turns out Zane Smith is the one that raced his way in. And we're going to talk to Chris Lawson, his crew chief on the truck side and on the cup side. So that is our guest. Chris is our guest here. Man, they had a spectacular weekend. Truck race, they did win the truck race. Zane Smith did win it with Chris Lawson. Andy Street and Austin Hill up at RCR, they won the Xfinity race. Greg Van Alst, won the Arkham Menards race. If you haven't seen it, I wish we had the MRN interview. We don't have that out there. Uh, but go Google Find it. Find uh, it. Greg Van Alt's victory lane. His genuine excitement. Oh, my gosh. Guys like me don't win races like this. And I, I was lucky with MRN. I had the moment when uh, his wife and his two boys got to see him for the first time. That's awesome. Dude, I'm telling you what, it's like, who brought the onions to Victory Lane? I mean, they were all crying, and I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. I, I, I you know, why, why am I tearing up on this? Great, great moment. And then the 500. And then JTG Darty Racing. Um, I, I want to kind of start a little bit on this right at the top. Tad and Jody Geschechter. Tad was a marketing guru at Procter & Gamble. Yep. yep. And fell in love with racing. And decided he wanted to field a Bush Series team, ST Motorsports. Which would have been back in like 99? Yeah. 98, 99? At least. It's, it's in the it's, 90s. It, I know yeah. it's in the 90s because I remember racing against him yeah. in the 90s. It might have gone a little bit, might have gone just a little bit further because I moved in 95 and I think they were starting right around. Yeah. They might have been okay. anyhow. Yeah, yeah it's anyhow. in the 90s. So he's, so they he's scratch, deep into this track. They, and, and he's not, and he's he's not, you know, a Roger Penske, Rick Hendrick, Jack Roush automotive not, guy. He's not, not, he's not the, you know. And not independently wealthy not where independently, he could, he, he's yeah. just, he's he worked his way into and clawed yes. his way into it. Where he is though is the marketing savvy. Mm -hmm. And he's been able to find partners yep. to go along with this. And they've scratched and clawed. They actually got to a two-car cup team and then have scaled back and found their sweet spot with the size of operation they have. Uh, great partnership with Kroger. And it's never bad when the Kroger guy is at the Daytona 500 when you win the Daytona 500. Uh, your Kroger guy with some confetti in his hair is a really good partner to have. But um, Tad and Jody Geschechter just two of the finest people in the industry and to see them win the great American race is really cool. Yeah. And put on top of that, their partner and ownership of, of Brad, Brad Doherty, Doherty. Yep. uh, bringing from the media side has been great and great on all the aspects. Yeah. Um, Ricky, R Ricky Stenhouse, if you know me, you know, I do the sprint car show wing nation, Ricky and I are buds. Uh, we talk sprint car racing. So it was a real thrill just to be in victory lane with him. Mike Kelly. Yeah. The crew chief. Yeah. Mike Kelly is just one of the most fascinating stories. Career first win as a Cup Series crew chief. The last race that he was a Cup Series crew chief on was 2019. Yep. He had been, Mike Kelly and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. are friends, good friends. They had a lot of success. Two-time Xfinity Series champions. Correct. As crew wins. chief and driver. Yeah, so 12 wins. They so know how to win together. And when... And this started, I think, at Roush Fenway Racing and it moved over to JTG Doherty Racing when it was decided that Mike's role as crew chief was not where he needed to be. He needed to be car chief and shop foreman and everything else. Mike said, okay, that's it. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it takes a special person yep. when you're told, we no longer want you to be crew chief, but we want you to stay with the operation. I'll do whatever you guys need me to do. I'll yep. do anything. 
and then to to sit and to be in that role and to be such a key cog to that team, and then things change up and say, yeah, Kelly, maybe we do need you on top of the pit box. Yeah, and again on top of the pit box and wins the Daytona 500. Uh, Mike is and, and Mike and his wife Dana and are friends. I just it just is a an extremely good feel good story for everybody from the top to the bottom everybody on the crew you know those teams everyone works so hard and to get a win like that is big yeah and this is a team that i felt like the last third of the season last year really kind of started to elevate themselves into being yeah. uh they they were bumping on the top tens they were finding their way into that i mean really if you looked at the last third of the season last year i thought the jtg doherty program was finding its kind of pocket yeah and then what a way to kick off the season and and this one takes the pressure off. No doubt. Where, where you can start to race a little bit looser. You yeah. know, you, you're in a good mm-hmm. position. It'll be fun to watch what happens out of this yeah. program going forward through the, I mean, this West Coast swings a grind. Let's yep. see how they come out of it. Well, and they have an alliance with uh, Hendrick Motorsports. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. And we'll go right back to, we talked about Tad Geschechter. He's a, he's a, he is a marketing yep. genius. And he has got nine months to rally funds for what we all believe should be a playoff run. I mean, you just, you, you, what can you do? Can you, can you bolster that alliance with Hendrick or with Chevrolet? Can you, can you leverage a little bit more time here? Leverage a little bit more time there? I just think this is, uh, what a huge win. If nothing else, they substantiated themselves as a playoff car Correct. for Chevrolet's for their requests. Right. You know, they're, they're, even if it's just a little more simulator time. Yep. Ricky's talked about that they've gotten more out of that this year and in some of his interviews he did. Um, we'll see where that all falls out, but it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot to do there. There's a lot to do there. No doubt. And, and, and then the next one, we, the caveat we can go to, we had 19 winners last year. The 47 car wasn't one of them. Wasn't one of them. Yeah. We were talking How many can we have this year? That's a whole other discussion. (laughs) Stay tuned for that. That's for sure. We'll answer some of those questions over the next like 16 weeks because we're going strong. The next off weekend is father's day weekend for the cup series. Yep. Man, oh man, it's going to be fun, that's for sure. And we're going to be here all year long on Crew Call talking about it. And uh, let's get the party started. When we come back, we will be joined by the winning crew chief from Friday night's truck series race, finished 13th in the Daytona 500. Chris Lawson, he joins us on Crew Call coming up. This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Uh-huh. Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10-month-long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off-road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's holdings, LLC. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Byte. 
Welcome back. It is Crew Call. And in the picking up right where they left off category with the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series was the uh, Front Row Motorsports team. Zane Smith, the driver, and Chris Lawson, the crew chief, joins us after another win at Daytona. Uh, Hello, Chris. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys? Good, good. Chris, you have a championship winning season. You have so much energy at the end of last year. I can't imagine the uh, the good feeling it is, the good vibes it is to to know that you've maintained that over the off season and go right back to victory lane at Daytona. Yeah, it felt good to uh, I, I say just pick up where we left off, but just the chemistry and everything that our whole team had last year is uh, not lost. Um, everybody was on the same page, and we knew exactly what we were doing when we got there, and that always feels really good. We talked to you last year after your championship to end the crew call piece, and and you talked about how you guys worked with DGR and, and, and some of the facets of fabrication and, and things that you had to take on. Talk about with them leaving to Toyota, what you've had to do with your program. I, I mean, it seems like the same thing going forward and the same success going forward, but you've had to take different things on in the program, right? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a, a big undertaking. We, we started hanging our own bodies here in house. Um, we were getting them last year from DGR and uh, now that they switched to Toyota we kind of assumed that on our own and, it's been uh, it's been a lot. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I used to do it um, back in the day. It's probably been you know eight eight or nine years since I've I've even hung a truck body. And I, I told those guys the other day I was putting some B posts on a truck, and I haven't touched an English wheel, English wheel in ten years. So I uh, I had to hone some skill and some stuff I didn't know I could do anymore. So, but it's cool. I, I honestly have been enjoying it. Um, it's neat to have it in house and feel like you got a little more control over that. So I, I do like that part. I feel like moving forward, that's going to be a benefit for us. So are you physically hanging the bodies now? Did you, do you have people you've added onto the, the, to the program to do that? How's that working out for you? Uh, we're still looking. So, uh, it's, uh, I feel like it's, it's never ending. You know, it's really hard to find people, um, right now for anything and, and let alone a skill that I feel like has gone by the wayside, you know, years ago in cup racing. So it's hard to draw from that. Like we used to back in the day and, and, uh, but we're getting there. We do have one guy now in house that's hanging, that's helping hang bodies. Um, and yes, I have actually physically been doing them myself as well. So it's been, uh, like I said, it's been fun, but it's taken, it's taken a little bit more, uh, my attention away from things that I probably need to be focusing on. So um, we're definitely still looking for more people. One of the things we talked about, and uh, even in the post-championship press conference, Jerry Freeze, the GM up there, talked about is the cohesive group that you have there on that Truck Series team. Success sometimes breeds poaching. You know, guys come along and people go, were you able to maintain your core group of guys for the Truck Series program this year? We were. We were. We were very fortunate to uh, have everybody that we had last year, and they all stayed on for this year. So we replaced one guy. Um, we moved our interior tire guy up to be a uh, cup guy. So um, great deal for him. I'm, I'm happy for him. And, you know, he made that step. And we uh, replaced him with a guy that has never even seen a truck or a cup car or anything. So uh, it's, it's going to be a learning experience for all of us to uh, teach him and get him up to speed. But so far, he's done a great job. He's already not made any mistakes that we know of. And uh, I feel like he's going to be a good fit to our crew. So yeah, not many mistakes do we know of. Uh, uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> he's got somebody like you watching over his shoulder and, and giving a little <laughs> guidance. Funny. I think uh, I think it's a great skill set. Uh, he'll he'll pick up. Uh, he'll, he'll have great teaching. Right. Um, weekend that you had. Uh, I mean, Phenomenal weekend, really. Uh, come out in the truck series and, and the outside, the fan base looking in doesn't really see everything that went into it. Um, you won the truck race. 
You qualified for the 500, came out of there with a 13th place finish. Um, and, and and this wasn't, you didn't just get to go sit on the box. You had to do it all for both of those, didn't you? Yeah, it was, uh, I had some help, definitely had a lot of help with the the cup car, but it was, it was good. It was a good experience for me and our whole team to um, experience that side of the garage and see how those processes are and how they work. And honestly gave me a kind of a little more appreciation for the truck side, I think. Um, but it's, it was still a really cool experience and to be able to do that. We, a lot of times when we see these uh, drivers do double duties, we see a driver with a helmet sprinting across the garage area. Uh, did you, do you have any of those moments where you were hustling around or you or your guys were, were, were hustling across the garage area to get to the, to get to the other side for the next, uh, next event practice or qualifying a race? Yeah. The, uh, the duels for us was really, really tough. So we were finishing up our, you know, garage closing and in the truck side, and we had to be ready for tech the next morning. So, um, we basically had to finish our truck, have it raced ready and on the ground. And then we had to jet over to the, to the cup side to, to make it for the duels. And unfortunately we we're in the first duel, so it made it even worse. But, um, I think we got over there about two laps into the duel. So it was, it was cool. I like that hustle. It's fun to me. I enjoy the the pressure of that, but, um, it was definitely a lot. Like I got over there and I'm like, okay, where are we at? What are we doing? I'm like, just had so much truck stuff going on that it, it took me a few laps to uh, get a hold of it. But, uh, fortunately we had some great people over on the cup side, kind of already getting that wrangled in and, um, and, we had an amazing duel, honestly. Like Zane did a great job, and the crew did a good job. Um, kind of made our plan going in, and and everybody stuck to it, and it worked pretty flawlessly. Yeah, I, I guess uh, thinking about it, you had one of your teammates in the second duel that probably could at least help get you rolling to start with. There, right? Yeah, we definitely had it. We had a teammate, and he helped. Um, they all helped, honestly, a, a ton. Right, like every everybody from each team was more than willing to jump in and do whatever it took on that third cup car, which was great for us. I mean, it, it really showed a lot of cohesiveness along the, among the the front row motorsports group. So I really enjoyed that and, and was appreciative of that. And I want to make, I want to make, cause you, you said this last night to me in a different, different setting here, but when you say we, it was your whole truck team that went over and did this, this, this cup program as well. I mean, it wasn't just you and your car truck chief. It was, it was everybody, right? It was everybody. Yeah, we might have played a different role in the cup side, but but every single um, member of our truck team was over there working on the cup car. So, yeah, it was, uh, like I said, it was definitely, we did it as a group. And uh, that was the cool part to me was that we could, could do it as a group and, and stay together. But it definitely made the the workload on the truck side and the cup side, it, it made us kind of, we had to pick our battles, I guess, would be the best way to put it. I'm I'm just blown away by this because when we look at where we were at, you did not qualify on speed on Wednesday night. So this this dual race that you showed up two laps into the race was yay or nay on the Daytona 500, and that just fascinates me that you guys and, and the way you guys did it. I, I think that's a fantastic. It, it adds depth to that story that I think is really really cool. So Chris, you had shared with us last year on the program the getting acquainted with the seventh generation NASCAR cup car and uh, how you initially were a little bit resistant to it and how you were warming to the idea, getting your hands on the car. What was that like to actually, to actually be able to work on that race car? Um, it was really cool to look at some more data, to look through some more SIM and, and maybe try and learn a little bit more about it. Um, I feel like it was, it was cool. It was definitely a learning experience for me. Things that apply to the truck don't apply to the cup car and vice versa. So um, and some things do, right? But it was really cool for me to be able to do that. I feel like I got a new appreciation for how 
um, how close all those cars are and, uh, and how much it matters on the detail side, which I'm a very detail oriented person. I, I really enjoy working on the fine, finer things. So I think that's really cool with a cup car. You can do that. And there's, there's, there's juice there. So, um, it was, it was cooler than I thought it was going to be. Um, still not as cool as trucks, I don't think, but it was, uh, it was, it was definitely a neat experience for me. Love it. Oh, that was going to be my next question is last fall. You said you weren't sure you were cut out for being a cup guy. <laughs> now that you've run it, if the opportunity presented itself in the right situation, do you at least entertain it or, or are you a truck guy? I think I look at it. Um, but I think I'm a truck guy, honestly, it, it's, uh, the whole experience for me is different. I'm a hands-on guy and, and I really enjoy like, um, I'll give you an example from the weekend. I was literally went from playing in Bondo over on the truck side, um, getting through tech and, and working with the officials and, um, you know, really enjoy that part of it. Honestly, it sounds crazy, but, you know, redoing vinyl and, and, you know, just getting everything, everything you can get. And yeah, I went from that to, um, basically pushing it into a, a tent and letting, <laughs> letting them run a scanner over it and, you know, and not having any control over it. it it's just, uh, it, it's a, it's a tough thing for me. I'm sure I could probably deal with letting go of some of that stuff, but it's, it's, it's hard. I, I really truly enjoy the truck stuff and I like the hands-on part of it. So, uh, I mean, I don't know, I would look at it, but I think I'm a truck guy. And you've got, you've got what, five more races that Zane's going to run on the cup side, but those will be in the 38 t- uh, car. Uh, how's your involvement going to be with those? Uh, just a more of a mediator for Zane. I'll be there. Um, but just to help them communicate with Zane is probably going to be more of my role and, and give Ryan what he needs to, um, to make that deal successful. You know, he's been going to be working with Todd most of the year and, um, with me already working with Zane last year, I feel like our chemistry is really good. So whatever I can do to help bridge the communication gap is what I'm going to be doing. When we look at the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, and I'm getting, I'm, I just got rid of Craftsman out of my language two years ago, and now I got to bring it back into the language, you know. And that's but a good thing. I know exactly. Yeah, it's a great, good thing. Great, it's a great partner. thing. Yeah. In looking at the 2023 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series schedule, what's you you came into last year? You were kind of the hunter, hunting for the hunting, hunting for the progress, hunting for the respect, hunting for everything else. Now you come in as the championship team is there is there a different mindset is there a different level of confidence as you as you roll into the early part of this season you know it's weird i i always look at it like um you know like we haven't accomplished anything i guess i'm I'm just as hungry as i was then and i know zane is and and uh we just want to win you know now now we might have a little more experience to uh, make those calls and and feel like we might be doing the right thing where last year we may not have known um, but other than that, I feel like we're in a, a good spot with, um, we're just as hungry. I'm willing to work just as hard and Zane's willing to put in just as much effort. So, uh, no, I honestly, it's weird. I don't feel like we just won a championship. I feel like we've got another one to win. Really cool. Really cool. You, uh, you, you mentioned off to Vegas, uh, you've got, you know, you've got a, basically a week to, or part of a week to get ready for that. And then, uh, and then back to Atlanta for race three. Um, Atlanta's turned into a super speedway race for the cup cars. It's kind of its own creature. Is it still an intermediate for the truck series? We, we approach it as an intermediate. Um, it's very, very, it's super speedway for us. The way it's going to pack up and race, but we basically take an intermediate truck there. Now there's some things that you do with travels and some stuff like that. And you might tone down some of the, the body stuff to, um, you know, take some little bit of drag out. But for the most part for us, it's a, I would call it a, an intermediate race. 
It'll be fun. All those truck series races on Motor Racing Network, of course, all year long. Chris, I want to, um, I'm looking at your background, born up in Ohio, 37 years old. I see all of the stats, the championships, the K&N series with Todd Gilliland and everything else. But I read somewhere you actually did some driving. What type of driving did you do? Did you, what, what, what type of a racer, uh, what type of a racer were you? So I, uh, when I moved to North Carolina in 2003, um, I bought a late model and, and ran some late model stock races. I did the, you know, I call it the usual tour there, Hickory, Tri-County, Caraway, and, um, you know, just kind of, I just had fun with it. I guess I wasn't trying to make a career out of it at that point. I definitely didn't have the money or the backing. And, and uh, I, I, we had some really good runs. I ran some tour races and finished second a few times and, and, so, so close to a win and, and with a lot of good guys, Matt McCall and, and a lot of guys like that, that were, that were very veteran racers back then in the late model series. And, um, and that grew into doing a few Xfinity races in a truck race. Um, I think I've got eight or nine, seven, eight Xfinity races and, um, you know, mostly starting park stuff where, you know, still had to make the race, but it was, uh, it was a good experience for me. And, I honestly got to the point where it's like, man, if I'm, I'm, I'm to the point now where I just, I need money. I need to step into that next ride. That's just a little bit more quality. And, and when I got to the point where I wasn't going to be able to do that, it was time for me to quit. Um, it's hard. It's hard on everybody around you. you. You take everything to heart. You, when you miss a race or you don't run well, or you're not fast, you instantly think it's you. And, um, I had to, I honestly, for me, and, and I had to step away from it. It was fun. And it was a great experience, but I was ready to work on them. I felt like my value was going to be more in doing that than it was in the seat. So, and and having that passion, it bleeds over into situations that are successful, like you are right now. Uh, you know, you, you want to pick up the English wheel. You want to be the one making the changes. You want to do all the little things. And and uh, and obviously, it's proven out in in your path here. Um, as you look at this and going forward and defending your championship. I look back at last year's and I really, uh, this is ignorance on my part, but I look back at the schedule of last year and all the off weekends you have during the playoffs. Does that hinder you or does that help you as a truck team because of the number of people you have? It definitely helps. Um, you know, like I said, we, we basically have six full-time people on our truck program. And I, I say five and a half. And um, that's the hard part for us is, is, you never get everything where you want it, right? Like we can work from now till the end of the year just to get our Phoenix truck ready. I feel like, right? So, um, but you you have to pick your battles, and that's where I've gotten better um, as a leader is is knowing where to spend our time. And so at the off weeks for me are huge. Um, still in the shop, never take a day off. I don't feel like in that whole time when the whole time during the playoffs, I think we took off one day as a team. And, and honestly, we probably did something together as the team. So um, that's the great thing about these guys. They, they just are willing to dig in. They don't give up. And uh, they know what it's like, what that payoff is at the end of the road because they've seen it now. So, um, yeah, no off weekends, unfortunately, for us. Six guys and one of them has never seen much about a truck series or a cup car or anything like that. Sounds like a fun, fun journey. That's for sure. We can't wait to see what you guys do with Vegas and Atlanta and on throughout the season. Chris, what a great weekend at Daytona on both sides of the garage area there. Congratulations on the success, the truck win, and thanks for joining us here on Crew Call. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. There we go. Chris Lawson joining us here on the show. Stay with us. More Crew Call in just a moment. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defined 31-degree banks like this one on turn four in Daytona, 
then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. So glad you joined us. Todd Gordon and Steve Post here. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, I, I love what Chris Lawson has got going on up there at Front Row Motorsports. I love racers. I love guys that maybe know where they're at. I love that they have a kid that's never seen anything. <laughs> I just think that's fascinating. I, I love to see that happen. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of that transition, right, from grassroots racer to, to, to full-time. And the truck series is a great place for it. Love to see people who have passion. Yes. You know, who, who it's not. He, he, he hits all the facets, right? Mm-hmm. picks up the english wheel he's hanging bodies he's he's doing what he has to to be successful it's a it's it's really cool to see that type of personality in the truck series. really truly is that's for sure nascar 75th anniversary continues on we go to auto club speedway um one of the things that we've we've talked about a little bit here on the program and across motor racing network is the fan experience um the 101,000 people that sat in the grandstands at daytona and the buku people that sat in the infield they had the fan experience todd what a what an energy what a vibe what a feeling we had in daytona yeah yeah definitely and i, I looked up in the grandstands on uh on friday friday as, as we were practicing we practiced and then for the truck race i mean it was yeah it was for for a truck race piece largest one there largest one ever okay I, largest I, one ever what i looked at said that but right but largest truck crowd ever i felt largest, like it was pretty big yeah largest xfinity crowd since back to the early 2000s back when it seated 170,000 people i'm not so sure that the truck crowd wasn't bigger than the xfinity crowd. it was it was it was, it was phenomenal the energy all weekend yeah was just Really, we, really impressive. We talk about this, and and again, the, the go. You know, if you're on the fence about that race coming up later this year, the experience at the it, racetrack is unreal. The sights, the sounds, the smells, the stuff you this. You yeah. know, NBC and Fox and MRN and PRN. We all do our best to give it to you, but we can't capture all of this. So go to the racetrack. You'll appreciate it more on TV and radio. After yes. you've experienced yes, it. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, you've got to go experience it. Yeah. It's just an environment that. It's unreal. I can't tell you how vibe. it is. You've got to experience it. The energy it. is it, so The energy great. was awesome this weekend. And we're going to a racetrack this weekend. My yeah. favorite. Yeah. This is Why my is favorite. Why is this your favorite racetrack, crew chief? Because I've not won there. You've uh, not? Well, wait a minute. It's your favorite and you've not won it. Now yeah, that's backward. Yeah. Yeah. You go back. I mean, I've got I've got stories here. Yeah. 2013, we led the white flag lap with Joey. That's right. We wrecked in three and four with Denny. Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, I've had really good runs there. With Ryan, we had a tire come apart. We really should have in 2020. Yeah. Uh, I love the place. It's five lanes wide. You pick what lane you're going into. The seam sealer is so wide between the asphalt. Uh, between the paving yeah. asphalts that like you pick your groove as you enter the corner you can't cross <laughs> these seams if you do you're done 
So you, you'll see guys in the bottom. You'll see guys up at the wall. You'll see guys go to lane two, lane three, lane yeah. four. It's all over the place. And, and you'll be able to find clean air. Yeah. You can run and you'll see in three and four guys down on the flat in the apron. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's such a cool racetrack. And if you run the apron, you start crossing all those seams and just sliding up the hill. It's, uh, yeah, to me, it's spectacular racing. Lots of tire fall off. Pit crews will have to do it. Short pitting plays. Yeah. Everything I love about racing, everybody in your race team has to be involved to be successful. And we have with MRN uh, this weekend, uh, analyst Todd Gordon going to join us in the booth. So looking forward to it. Looking forward to see, it, it's it's fun to talk about here in studio. But you're going to sit there and watch it, and it's just it's it's just it's just a fascinating place to go see racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, you know somebody I admire the most, Roger Penske built that built place. that place. Yeah, no uh, doubt about and, it. And and laid that asphalt what 1997, and, and we're, we're still, still racing, racing on, it. on it. Yeah, that was um, pretty good. Pretty good tar, pretty good tar, and 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 then stone there that they put down for sure. And somebody's going to walk away with the way the schedules are laid out and a discussion of what's happened here. Somebody's going to walk away from this place as the last winner at, yep, at, at, at this Montana racetrack. No so, doubt. Um, Auto Club Speedway. Auto Club Speedway, that's for sure. Motor Racing Network will be there all weekend long. Saturday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, NASCAR Cup Series practice and qualifying. 4.30 in the afternoon, the Production Alliance Group. 300 for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Defending race winner and one to watch is going to be Cole Custer because I think uh, the, the general, as we call him, Cole Custer is uh, going to have, he's, he's, this, this is, this is, he's got this one circled. That's for sure. It's a home race for him as well. Saturday, 2.30 Eastern time, the Palo Casino 400 NASCAR Cup Series. Defending race winner is Kyle Larson. We'll see how Kyle and everyone else fares as we get into the meat and potatoes of the schedule. It is going to be fun. Can't wait, Todd. It's just going to be, uh, this is where we start to learn. This is, this is the first step in kind of building who's the contenders, who's the pretenders, who's got work to do, who's locked into playoffs and everything else. Yeah. We've, we've kicked the season off with a, with an exhibition race at the Coliseum that was phenomenal. Again, we've gone to Daytona and we've had that all happen, but now we get into this West coast swing is what really kind of sets the tone for who's, who's got it. And who needs to work on it? Yeah, absolutely. Motor Racing Network, as we mentioned, is there. And Motor Racing Network is here digitally all week long as well. NASCAR Live, Tuesday nights. That's the Tuesday night tradition with Mike Bagley. NASCAR Live Wide Open is our podcast that is dropped, I think, on Thursdays every week. That's NASCAR Live plus a lot of stuff that we didn't need to edit down. We get a chance to let it breathe on that show. NASCAR Coast to Coast. Kyle, Ricky, and Chris Wilner talk about the roots of racing. Wing Nation, we talk sprint cars there. And, of course, NASCAR crew called the NASCAR Motor Racing Network uh, digital efforts. And uh, share them with your friends. You see these YouTube videos. You see us here on all of the uh, Spotify's and, and iTunes and everything. Share them and uh, let people know that you're listening to Motor Racing Network. So we look forward to it. Todd Gordon and uh, the rest of the MRN crew will all be at Auto Club Speedway this coming weekend. We appreciate Chris Lawson joining us here on Crew Call. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here this week on the program.